So who are you introducing uh, uh, Sauron to first? Or Sinar? Sauron? <laughs> Kaljabuk, she calls out to Kus. We have made a new ally. Uh, I would like to... If you would be so kind as to give a bow before High Lord Sanar. Are you wrapped up with your mirror reverie at this point? Yeah, I think so. I think Maybe. Una's kind of like... I'll probably be setting up the uh, the branches and stones and stuff out front when this Digging happens. Digging through the bag for a old Advil. And I turn back and like, I can't see a fucking thing. You're more than ten feet away, so I just well, bow I'm, from I'm the walking, voice. <laughs> I'm walking toward, I'm yeah. walking toward with... Yeah, it'll be like minutes before you arrive. So like you say that, and I turn to look at you vaguely in the direction that you are, and I bow and I hope I'm facing the right way. And then I go back to putting stones where they're <laughs> You're not, you bowed with your ass to him. Probably it's nice. fine. Okay. Alright, and uh when he comes with the new you, I would yeah, I guess you'll see uh our new our new mummy mummy chummy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, take inspiration. That was funny enough. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> ben, do you have inspiration currently? No. Good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. I'd be mad, but I would have done that to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good stuff. Who else are you uh, introducing him to? Everybody? I just Who's literally next? have in my notes, we it's called him ugly, LMAO. He is Baron Afana. <laughs> Well, I think Kus and Una are the only two that weren't yeah, at the sarcophagus. That's true. Yeah, so we'll pop our heads out. Yeah. The sarcophagus party. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, seeing two humans, you know, assuming you get that close, mm-hmm. um, he'll say, ah, he'll turn to Zev, ah, these are the, the ten towners that you speak of. Greetings, I'm sorry to hear about your recent misfortunes. Uh, may I escort you back to Lonelywood, where you'll be safe, you can walk amongst your people. I look at you, I look at Zev... I arch an eyebrow. Yes. <laughs> this is Kus Palad. He is our tracker, explorer, expert of the wilderness. Ah, keen eyes and ears. Perhaps even a nose upon you. I see it all on your face. Yes. <laughs> Indeed, it's true. You... Um, how much of a good job is uh, Sanar doing hiding the fact that he is currently a walking corpse? Zero. Yeah, Uno gets a, like... <laughs> uh, it takes all types. <laughs> do not, do not worry. He is, he is nice corpse. <laughs> nice enough. He did not eat us right off the bat. I feel like that's like a really good sign. Yeah, Can is. confirm. I mean, I, you know, it might feel like a little subscribe. bit. Like and subscribe. It might feel a little bit like you know one of the things where it's like, yes, I am good guy. He's not good guy. But like you know. When you wear rose-tinted glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. But maybe it's okay. <laughs> all the red flags look like red flags because you're Russian. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> I don't know what the fucking Russian national anthem is. You hit the important part. The first two notes, then we're done. And he looks around, he... Sorry to interrupt. I'll introduce you as well. And Una is, is amongst our esteemed arcanists, quite talented in the ways of the fairs, the magic. Mm, a learned one, or just skilled. Natural talent, I would say. Oh, good for you. I wouldn't call it natural. <laughs> Supernatural. 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 Well, I'm, I'm sure the people of your ten towns are grateful for all of your magical abilities, whatever they may be. All of them. Every single one loves that you do the things you do. Yes. Yeah, uh, I was not magical. <laughs> and uh, it appears that our crypt is, well, quite lonely and depressing now that all my friends are dead. That's usually how crypts work. Uh, yes. Condol- condolences, High Lord. <laughs> well, you know, when you're living, you... Want to spend the rest of your life with those you love. It's only after you taste on death that you realize that, well, when the ones you love are dead, you're left without love. Smooch him. Oh. I'm 14, dude! <laughs> oh, man. Puff on this mummy wag. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dusty. I'm just gonna call him uh, Harvey. All right. Failure saving throw and get a case of mummy rut. <laughs> mummy slut. <laughs> oh. All right. So in undercommon to you, Ooh. uh, so I pick up what you're putting down about certain things. Uh, when we go to Lonely Wood, Lonely Wood, Lonely Wood, no, Lonely Wood. Uh, That's what I call you. Just gonna kill him, aren't they? Not if we play our cards right. Kill. Ben, are you dead? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we will find him more clothes and make him ever so layered that no one will even think to suspect that there is that walking amongst. Walking are you about dog. to have an eighties makeover montage? Uh. <clears throat> We were speaking under common, but... Oh, sorry. No, 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 no I don't interrupt that. Never mind. That was just but I will eventually, off the record. I will eventually share that plan and confirm. Absolutely, Pavu. Oi. <laughs> how have we gotten so far off track? Hey, guys, remember Keegan? Remember, remember the... how we left the dogs, like, 100 feet out into oh, the woods? They're oh. fine. Yeah, I think even Zelda would be like, the, the hounds. We I left know. the oven on. Uh, I left the dog sled on. <clears throat> I, uh, I left Boy to keep an eye on things. Oh yeah, we did say Boy would come back if we were bad dog time. Yeah, if, if dog, if Boy, you know, did not get eaten. He's, he's good boy. Dogs bark can... when they're attacked. Then, Kuspalad and Una, what progress have you made here? I believe we're done here. Uh, back to the sled? To the sled? Of course. <laughs> to the sled! Did you find the mirror of any value, Una? Uh, Una will relay what she saw through the mirror. I wasn't here for half of that. Oh. Uh, um, she looked at the other elf twin. Right. And yep. The other elf twin was uh, weeping and carrying a shitload of black ice by herself in the tundra. To okay. one of the four towns east. in to the, the east. Caracona, Caragamurgana, East Haven, and Goodmead. You can tell Caragamurgana. Caraconing, Caradinival, East Haven, or Goodmead. Well, we'll be going to in that direction after Lonelywood, presumably. Yes. So yeah. uh, by way of Kelvin's care, but yeah. The um, base camp specifically was in Care Koenig. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Was I able to judge like how far away she was from one of the towns? She was hours of walking away, so mid Valley Tundra area. So but she was within hours of walking away. It wasn't like a, a week. No. I, I, you're maybe a day day or so behind her. I think even like furthest point to furthest point is less than a week on that map. That map's actually not very big. Yeah. No, it's not. The The and valley is not very big at all. We encountered them in Bryn Shander. Mm-hmm. So they would have had to go up to Lonely Wood. And then travel east. And yeah. then, well, go to Lonely Wood, come back slightly to... Uh, bury the tw- other twin. Yep. And then go east. And then head out through the tundra, yeah. yeah. I think the music died. I will bring it back to life. It's also possible I lost my internet because um, there's been no. citywide brownouts from everybody running their air conditioner nonstop for a yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Your Wi Fi has been a little uh, finicky for me as well. Yeah. Because so, that's probably what it is. <laughs> I, I will try to uh, diplomatically explain to, uh, to our, our mummified lord here that <laughs> uh, we should. We shall be procuring, uh, before he can enter the town's proper, he should be shrouded appropriately so that he might dress in fashion, which is to say, layers of clothing. Um, this will come at our own expense, uh, she clarifies, mm-hmm. and that the that it is imperative that uh, his he, his identity, so to speak, be shrouded, remain shrouded. Uh, for the people here may, uh, they are scared mm-hmm. of the cold and the beasts of the, of the night, of the night and the presence of an undead may unnerve them. However, so long as he, he remains in our entourage, rather, as we remain his entourage, he shall be safe, uh, provided he's not, he does not reveal the nature of what he is. Well, I mean them no harm, although I understand why they'd be afraid of a mummified 2,000-year-old elf. It could be quite shocking to a human. Humans are short-lived. They are more bound to be frightened and... Inclined to attack first and ask questions later. I mean, to, to be fair, you don't see a 2,000-year-old mummy every day. I did, but I was also locked in a box with myself. <laughs> yes. By you, I mean, like, the royal you, like, the global 
sense of people, it's okay. We shall in mind, giantess. We shall be. <laughs> we shall look forward and build towards the day when you may be revealed in all your glory, High Lord. <laughs> yes, well, quite right. But in the meantime, I I wish to just walk among the people as one of them. So perhaps a change of clothes is the best. Yes. I want to be where the people are. <laughs> Revealing my mummy way. <laughs> <laughs> and I think so. We would ha- we would have to do some shopping in Lonelywood before we can bring him in. I think that would probably be uh, for the best. But but yeah, that's the only thing I wanted to clarify because uh, you know I figured out why Zeb likes this guy so much. It's not just his aplomb, but also <laughs> this is a chance to learn a lot more about history. Yeah, and, yeah fair enough. Uh, that she You're a nerd to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. It's much like you saw when she was telling you about the ruins. Her nerdiness overcame her drowness. Yeah, yep. All right. yep. fair enough. You know, we were so judgy about that sleigh pulled by undead dragonborn and dead dogs, and now we've got a fucking mummy in our party. So maybe it's a thing here. You know, <laughs> no, we were wrong. Well, we look, were wrong. This, this guy might be evil, but he's being super cool. That is how an evil evil people that achieved. are super cool is great. Yeah. Did you look behind the mirror, Una? No. Would you like me to? I'll, I mean, sure. There was magic behind the mirror that I detected. Yes, there was. Um, so the mirror is affixed directly to the wall, and you go to pull the mirror away from the wall to try and look behind it, and you find that it is stuck fast. Um, trying to peer at the crack of space between the mirror and the wall, uh, it appears to be held on with some kind of glue. Mm. It is from this that the magic that you... Felt was originated. Magic problems throughout all the town. Right? Enchanted adhesive, brilliant. Without dispel magic, this mirror is not leaving the tomb. We don't have to. I do. I mean, it's I, a I huge have, mirror. I, I yeah. have dispel magic. You just we do could, it and walk away. Let it smash. We could take it with us. You could. It's However, seven foot tall. It's seven take foot a tall. Take a shard of it. And uh, how it works. You're sure it. We know. We know how to get here. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last suggestion, I suppose. It might do. With, of course, your grace's permission. This might serve well as a headquarters for us in the future. Those statues make it difficult for us to find. It is defensible against the storm. We should keep this place in mind. Better us than the ravenous beasts. I hate to admit it, but I agree. Are you you are bringing this up directly to Sennar? Um, he... It, I will try to... Bring it up with the party first, see what they what they think. Okay. If he's distracted by something, sure, yeah. and then if people are seem in agreement, uh, Zev is trying to be about transparency theory. So she was like, "I should let the high yeah. lord know." We'll just ask him if he's cool first. No, of like, course, he's cool about it. All right, that sounds like a persuasion roll to me. So go ahead and pitch your case, and then yeah. give me a roll. Actually, give me a roll, and then pitch your case, and make your case pitch appropriate for the roll. Okay. Because uh, I don't want to give you like I don't want you to bring your A game in the role. Yeah, uh, I would like to assist you. That you spoke my language right there. That was very pragmatic. So if I can mm-hmm. help, I would like to help. Mighty, I'll slap and give you guidance too. Thank okay. you. Okay, guidance, guidance is granted. Thanks, so buddy. yes, you may make your role with advantage and guidance. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Did you learn how to roll dice well, yet? It'll be thirteen with all that help for the high roll. Okay. Uh, and the case that I will bring is, and I'll just put it in my own words. With your permission, High Lord, should we come upon this place in the future, we might ask your blessing to use it as shelter. We, of course, are not immune from the storm and the elements as you are, and we would seek to do as much good as we can for the valley and the, for, excuse me, for this dale and the ten towns. Should you find that within your permission to grant us, we would be most honored. You have a keen mind for a defensible position. It is why I chose this hillock to form our temple in the first place. Um, I am... I will acquiesce to your request to use this place as your shelter. Uh, But my fellow priests who did not enjoy the kiss of undeath, such as I have, uh, they require a bit of homage, a bit of memory paid every time you wish to stay here. Um... For each of the bodies interred, uh, I count three, uh, perhaps a 50 gold piece 
gift. It will be placed at the feet of their sarcophagus to show that you honor their memory. A ritualistic propitiation. Of course, High Lord. And in exchange, I know they ask a steep price, my fellows. Um, I will show you a bit of a trick of the trade, so they called it. Um, these statues, and he gestures to the statues that are ringed around the outside, yes, oh, that's what's... <clears throat> are enchanted with a particular type of magic. Uh, when attuned to and activated, the magic will make this place impossible to find unless you already know how to find it. Which makes it susceptible to the children of a real. Mm, uh, right, right, right. Yes, but it will still probably be really uncomfortable for them to try to find it, even if they know where they're going. Mm-hmm. I think it's better than nothing, and I think it's totally worth it. 150 each time? Well, 150 at least once, and then we try talking to him again. Yep. Uh, well, <laughs> Remember to bargain him down. Yeah, well, as, and as part, and to plant the seed of that bargain, Zeb will say, we look forward to proving ourselves in your eyes, High Lord, so that we might have future boons ahead. You never know. Precisely. And we look forward to taking you into the unknown as well. For there is much in this dale now that we, even we have not explored. And we are eager for this exciting journey together. Well, on then. To the sled. Yes. Those dogs. The With dog dogs. sled. The dog sled, that's true. Oh, we don't use dogs anymore. We use this... Ju- nah, I'm just talking about dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a flying car. <laughs> Roads, <laughs> I get into the Tesla says, Welcome, Kuspala. <laughs> <laughs> so you backtrack through the forest. Yeah. Yes. Um, you pass the um, the sled that was turned over that you tracked the Wendigo from. Um, past the conveniently placed humanoid hand that was sticking up out of the snow. Um, back to the dog sled, where boy has kept your dogs in good order. They are nested down the snow. The sled seems to be uh, unmolested. Wasn't the moose? Over some like wreckage of some sort. Yeah, it was that that turned over? So we should probably check that out on the way out. Yeah, just check that out real quick. Um, that seems like an investigation roll. Yeah, that's not a d twenty. Sorry, may I have another guidance on that? Yeah, mom. (laughs) Fourteen. Fourteen. Thanks. Sixteen. A little bit helps. You said it was investigation. Yes, ma'am. Oh, I got a fifteen. Fifteen. What was it? Nine. Nine. Uh, yeah, nine. <laughs> Did you roll, or you just give the guidance? Sorry. I was doing that. Right. Um, the the participants all successfully completed. Um, so after a little bit of poking around, you can see that this sled was turned over as part of the attack. It wasn't turned over prior. Um, it appears that whoever was driving it was making camp for the evening. You see what looks like the start of a uh, fire and maybe a, a impromptu lean-to shelter. Um, this person was carrying, um, it looks like a couple of crates worth of maybe trade goods, plus his own personal stock of supplies. Um, the body, which you can uncover, is of a female half-orc. Not Ooh. Torga, just a female half-orc. You've never seen Torga. we got, we got a description of her, haven't we? Yeah, female half-orc. Um, do any of the goods or anything that they have the Torgus Trading Company pay? Are there any like identifying markers on the goods? There are. There is, in fact, Torgus Trading Company marked on a cask of whale oil. She's dead. That's exactly. Um, that doesn't feel good about our previous quest. Why? I she got murdered the fucking dead thing. Uh, I don't currently feel like she was responsible for the murder. Why the fuck is she even out here? I think she was just fleeing. Well, would my investigation confirm as such? Are there like hurried footprints or anything? Or you were able to track the tracks of the sleigh because the sleigh was large and heavy. Um, whatever pack animal was carrying it seems to have fled off into the woods, maybe been eaten by the Wendigo. You never know. Similarly, we know the innkeeper was full of shit leading us up towards Lonelywood and said Torga was heading up this way by themselves. So that means the innkeeper may have been in league with the Wendigo. Or the children of Ariel. Or the children of Ariel. Or Specifically <laughs> fucking uh, Robison. Hmm. Because uh, Tourmaline is one of the ten towns that is on Team... Uh, team Sacrifice. Team Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. 
I thought they weren't. Term, no, Tourmaline was not. So far it's been... Um, Just tar- Targos? Targos. Oh, Targos, not Tourmaline. Targos, good mead. You know good mead does. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't know about the rest. Yeah. We know Bryn Chander's not. Bryn Chander is not I mean, currently, no, but not, the pressure is on them. Yeah. The guy at Tourmaline said, go fuck yourself. I think he literally said that. Yeah. 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 Shall we bring this one with us, then? We're already um, overbearing the gods. Yeah, the dogs are really going to struggle with well, the amount of people. If we just brought the head. If Sai is going to be a dog, that helps a lot. Um, <laughs> You're out of wild shapes, my dude. Oh, you, you took a short rest, though. That's okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank um, you, Miwad. <laughs> I would say uh, let's let's root around in the belongings, because, like, why leave useful shit out in the wilderness? Yeah, but there must be some evidence. Won't desecrate a grave, but, you know... This Look isn't a grave. She just happens yeah, no. to die here. Pragmatism and respect for the dead are two very different things. These are trade goods. They were meant to be traded. Yeah. I mean... To me. <laughs> in character, Una understands that. Sort of. Okay. You give me pretty good investigation rules. If you are looking for evidence in specific... Um, first of all, you find um, your common supplies... The stuff that Kuspalad would really be interested in, but we're not keeping nitty-gritty track yep. of. Lots of Whale oil, it, trail rations. Um, Crampons, rope. Yeah, fresh water, but the fresh water has been frozen. Whale for, rations. Yeah, whale rations. Enough rations for one whale for one day. Water popsicles, the best snack I got at home. <laughs> There's always good treat to get water popsicles. Um, rooting through the pockets of the corpse. Stretching the corpse, as it were. Uh, first of all, 25 gold pieces. Uh, in various wealth. Um, Somebody else get that. Mark it down. You find what is, and I don't have a handout for this, uh, you'll have to pardon me, but you find what is, um, what could be construed as a bill of sale, however, it is written in Dwarvish. Who speaks Dwarvish? (laughs) Three of you. Excellent. Um, This bill of sale appears that um, Torga, if this is Torga, which it is Torga, I just gave that away, um, (laughs) (laughs) has traded um, black ice to dwarves for a sum of coin. No ice or coin currently on the corpse besides the 25. Besides the 25, there's no coin on the body. I wonder Um, if you traded them to the Duergar. Well, Una will mention that um, Ravison was carrying shards of Boku, dark ice. Black material. I think perhaps this was not like a deal of any sort. I think Ravison sent the Wendigo after Torga. To collect, Wait a minute. Yeah. Torga traded black ice to the Duergar. Duergar, when we were in Targos, said, take the black ice and run. Yep. But the Order of Auril may not have known the black ice was already sold. <clears throat> what, do, what do people need black ice for again? Is we have no idea. We have no, no idea. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, Yeah. Still, I'm just going to write down. Still it. don't yep. know. So it's hot right I'm but assuming <laughs> it's a magical... The I ritual will... murder was in the same barn as you, you the guys, thought. You guys are a lot more experienced and worldly now than you were a level or two ago. Uh, if you guys want to make fresh nature or arcana rolls, maybe you've picked up something. Oh, as a 19. Oh. <laughs> History, maybe? I'll, I'll allow history. And considering Zev's secret, nope. she might know a thing or two about this. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. I really do about Alabama. 21 for history. Ooh, okay. All right. Um, for those of you who are 19 plus, which I think is Pavu and Zev, you maybe are remembering a thing or two you might have learned, or maybe you've picked up some fresh knowledge since then. But Black Ice, otherwise known as Chartalin, C H A R. D-A-L-Y-N is a substance that is a mineral. It is unique to Icewind Dale. Um, It is unique in the sense that it is valued for its ability to take enchantment very easily. It is a mineral that a, a lot of people who make enchanted weapons or armor, enchanted items value its ability to take and hold an enchantment easier than, say, iron or copper. Um, It is also kind of a 
academic mystery in that its natural magical properties are of the divine, but they are neither strictly good nor evil. It's mm. really a matter of what sort of environment they're exposed to will dictate whether they are a demonic property or a divine property. Mm. Um, what that means for what the dwarves want with the black ice doesn't really doesn't really explain much, but now you at least know what the substance is. I'll ask our, uh, well, maybe I'll ask uh, our new high elf friend about it. I mean, dwarves can use it for literally anything. It's crafting material. Lord yeah. Sonara, would you might, might you know anything about this? Shardland. Shardland. Ah, the black ice. Hmm. Yes, uh, the human wizards valued it very greatly. Uh, it was uh, light enough and strong enough that they could build their flying cities from it. Uh, Sorry, what now? Yep, that was that, the first session we talked about Halrua with their that, flying cities. Uh, the yep. That is fascinating, High Lord. Might you know anything about the Netherese? Yes, the human wizards. Uh, they had quite the empire uh, back when I was still drawing breath. Breaking hearts. Oh, I was quite the looker in my day. He's a you wouldn't know it now. It would, it would seem that we are now <coughs> standing amid the ruin of that empire, for we have uncovered <coughs> historic ruins. Well, it was entirely possible this land looks um, entirely different than it did 2,000 years ago. With a bit more snow, you see. Did they make use of the Shardalan? The Netherese? Oh, yes. In great supply. Flying cities the size of... Well, I don't know if I have a touchstone for any cities that you'd recognize, but imagine a great city, and imagine it hundreds of feet from the air, powered by wizards and magic. It was quite a sight to behold. Very close to the sun. Uh, uh, Sev just remarks, like, <laughs> trepidation. Yes, I'm afraid your kind would not uh, suffer the light. Certainly not. The UV rating is so high up there. Indeed, yes, SPF 2050. <laughs> <laughs> well, after 50, it doesn't really do <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, this is great information that we can't really do much with right now. <laughs> um, I am worried about what the children of Aurel will do with such a quantity of easy enchanting material. Anything. Expand the winter outside of the bounds of Icewind Dale. Hey, Coos, uh, maybe we don't do the negative talk out loud so that we don't manifest fucking bad shit. <laughs> <laughs> I only speak truths and warnings. Bad shit has I'm already been manifested. In the back of Zev's head, what could my what could my house do with all this? Mm, what could they do with all this? <laughs> Not a whole That's lot, because it's for flying cities and you know drought. It just yeah, but there's no sunshine out no, here. They'd make a flying city underground and then put that city underneath another city and just be like, <laughs> Yo, yo, dog, I put my cities underground, so I put an underground city underneath another <laughs> city. <laughs> Uh, so the um, the travel continues throughout yes. the, the rest of the short journey through the Lonely Wood to Lonely Wood proper. And I imagine you're going to pull up the dog sled within eyesight of the city so you can do a bit of shopping while Sonar waits behind. Right? Yeah, perhaps we can trade these trade goods left over, uh, sorry, recovered from Torga. Yes. Uh, to purchase sufficient layering for uh, Sonar. You would imagine that it's not a great feat. Um, however, Lonely Wood is a very small... This is mainly logging, some fishing, but mainly logging, uh, which is unique because logging is very difficult in Icewind Dale. All the trees are frozen solid. Yeah. It takes very special keen axes forged by the dwarves, not the dark dwarves, the traditional surface dwarves mm -hmm. that live in Kelvin's Cairn, um, to even cut the wood. That's why most of the buildings out here are made from stone. Um, your fir the first building that you pass by appears to have been at one point an inn. However, now it is dark and cold, and the windows and doors are boarded up. Uh, a sign outside aptly states that the name of the structure is the Ramshackle, the Ramshackle Inn. Um, it doesn't take you too long to pass through that. Um, the first thing that you would consider to be a shop, you get to sort of the center of what constitutes the town. This is the edge of the town that sort of looks over the lake. The center of the town would be sort of to the right. There's, it's not a very big town. There's only a few structures, really. Um, 
but two shops sort of make themselves apparent. One is labeled as Pavel's Used Goods, and the other is the Happy Scrimshander. Okay. Sounds very happy. And Scrimshandery. Very authentic. Yes. Scrimshandy. Yes. Well, Used Goods seems like a, the best place to find clothes. All right. Uh, we pulled this off a corpse two weeks ago. It's super fresh. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? We're already dressing a corpse. So. Yeah. Quick, quick, slightly off-topic question. Mm-hmm. Um, the murders, those, like, happened in town, right? The murder that you're investigating? Yeah. Yeah, that happened in a warehouse One inside Targos. We were yeah. there, yeah. We were okay. there. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, that was when you were supposed to watch the street, and then you didn't. And then you <laughs> yelled. Um, what the... I can't remember what the wounds looked like. Is there any way we think that that might have been the Wendigo instead? No, he was iced by no. an ice dagger. Okay. Uh, a dagger was still there. Actually. With defensive wounds like this. On the hands, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is similar to what happened to that elven lady, but I think that's unrelated. Yeah. Defensive wounds are defensive wounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they are to be found commonly in people who die a violent death. Yeah. Um, and you can tell... Uh, Pavu, because you made a, a rock and medicine check, I believe, um, that the wounds that you saw on Vernus just recently in the tomb, on her hands and arms specifically, are broad and deep, made by like a chopping weapon. Whereas the wounds that you saw on the like, body in Targos were a like axes that you might weapon. find in a logging town, like Lizzie Borden style. Gave her father forty wax. On, whack off. <laughs> <laughs> what? No wonder she killed him. The microphone knows nothing. I used to know the exact number, but. 4041? 69. I believe it was. 420? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know this number. 80085? 867509? So, which store are you going to, guys? I'll stay with the. With the dogs, because the dog team is... And Baronathanas? Sorry, Cher, 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 Cher? Cher, yeah. Me and Cher and the dogs will hang out at the sleigh and... Okay. Do you believe in love after life? No! Because <laughs> he has no genitals. <laughs> do, you have, do you have inspiration? Then <laughs> remove it. <laughs> yeah, erasing <laughs> Keep erasing. Let me know when you're done. <laughs> Let me know when you've gone through the paper. I'm going to hit points and start erasing those. It's a smudge. Okay, good job. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should give it up for that. That was, that was pretty, that was pretty yeah. bad, yeah. yeah. I give it and I take it away. Um, so, entering Pavel's used goods. It's a small, very small, 20 by 20. looks like a repurposed home. Um, as you enter the building, uh, Pavel is standing at his desk, his register, um, his countertop, um, and it is like you'd imagine a thrift store. You know, people have used kitchen goods out there, pots and pans and that sort of thing, uh, racks of winter clothing and, and boots, all of it looks used to some extent. Um, and it, it, it presents a very cluttered storefront because all of the stuff is crammed into a 20 by 20 foot repurposed living room um, on makeshift racks and shelves on the wall. And Pavel sort of looks, he's a, he's a dark-skinned uh, human with black curly hair, and he peers around the racks of goods, and he says, uh, uh, take a look around, my name is Pavel, and I'll be happy to sell you anything you'll see on the racks. Thank you, Pavel. Uh, we offer a 25% discount if you buy in bulk. Hmm. How can you buy in bulk from a used goods store? Just buy a lot of stuff. Please, I'm <laughs> running out of room. <laughs> I mean, I'm a 14-year-old curl. You don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> I will look at whatever set of clothing would fit uh, the High Lord's dimensions. Um, he is uh, humanoid in height, but very gaunt and skinny. Yeah. So you're looking at, you know, like the, the young men's section. Yeah, that's um, But this is fortunate because this is a logging town. There's a lot of flannels and heavy breeches and yeah. boots and gloves. Um so you are able you could you could deck him out like the brawny man if you were so inclined. Of course. Yes. Um, I will. She'll try to keep it as fashionable as she can. It's tough. This is not a fashion-forward yep. uh, culture. I say as she can. <laughs> you find like the least scuffed boots, the gloves with the least amount of tree sap on them, and you know the. 
the the flannel shirt that isn't ripped in the armpits from swinging an axe for 14 hours a day. Yeah. Um, you do the best you can. The whole setup will cost you five gold. Quite a bargain. Uh, what else is here that might be useful to us so I can get that bulk deal? Uh, let's see. A lot of porn. Yeah. <laughs> you big you, summer blowout. You've got to find the ones that the pages aren't stuck together. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. So he has available for sale various pieces of light armor, a few weapons, and oh. adventuring gear worth at least two gold pieces. Oh. I will I will also um, step out briefly to detect magic and then come back in. Yeah, none of this stuff is magic. It's yeah, all it's, mundane junk. Never know. Yeah. Use, use magical item might have ended up there. You see a lot of, like, um, backpacks, a lot of cloaks, a lot of clothing items. There's a few swords, but a lot of axes. Um, yeah, I'll try to get get a bulk amount of gear to give to the mummy. Not too heavy an amount. I don't know how strong he is. Mm. But uh, enough to make him look the part of just another, just yeah. another winter-coated adventure with yeah. us. You can, you know, you can buy him a backpack and then fill it with, like, a cheap sheet just to make it look like it's full of supplies, because he doesn't yeah. need supplies. Yeah. Um, it, it serves as a functional disguise. He could blend in as a traveler as long as nobody looks too close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will do that. And How much more will it run me? Um, I'll say for that whole setup, you'll hit, like... I'll say you, if, you, if you do a little bit of mental math, you're clever. You can probably get the whole setup for uh, the same five gold pieces but you factor in the fact that you spend enough to hit that 25% discount and then go back to five. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, I will I will thank him generously, and I will be sure to recommend your services to anybody else wandering the roads. Please, if uh, if there's anybody else who needs outfitting, I have plenty of used goods. You are welcome to come back to Pavel's at any time. I live here. Just knock loudly if it's past my bedtime. Absolutely, Pavel. If you don't mind, what rumors and news here in Goodmead? Good question. Well, we- Lonely. In Lonely Mead. Lonely Lonely Woods. Meadwood. Meadwood? Meadwood long time. Good wood? Good wood, baby. Mm, yes. Uh, Kate ran away. We finally got <laughs> We broke her. She had enough of our bullshit. <laughs> I don't blame her. I had enough of our bullshit hours ago. Uh, let's see. I'm going to have you make a roll on a random rumor table. Cool. Uh, you Rumor. may give me a d10 roll, please. Barely newer. Five. Uh, I've heard I've heard from the uh, limited and uh, much maligned the town folk of Dugan's Hole, poor bastards that they are. Um, apparently, they are beset upon by wolves, great wolves the size of a horse. Have uh, found them found a place to den near their. Uh, you're their small, dinky little town, and apparently are eating the townsfolk. Sounds How like a very productive Order. use of the wolves' time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those canine terrors are digging right into the hole. <laughs> Poor Dugan. They claim that they're smarter than normal wolves, but the average Dugan's Hole resident is no smarter than the average rock, so I don't put much credence in their evaluation of wolf smarts. <laughs> Uno just very, like, 14-year-old girl, like, finger guns, like, hey, <laughs> fuck those guys, am I right? This dude gets inspiration. <laughs> and what of here in Goodmead? Well, this is Lonelywood. Lonelywood. Why are you doing that? Keep it. What of here in Lonelywood? Are there any troubles that are besetting you at the time? Yes, unfortunately, it is a dark time for Lonelywood. The the lumberjacks have been systematically attacked by wildlife in the area. They say a great moose haunts the woods, and he's unfortunately killed a lot of our best lumberjacks. Truly. There's a reward for his capture or kill. Well, fuck! (laughs) Son of a bitch! Well, it's not like there was any proof left of him anyway. Could have so, brought the heart back, but fuck that noise. It's a heart. That was burned. A heart is a heart? Of course, of course. A beating magical heart that's, like, withered, I feel like is decent evidence. It's sexy. The other evidence, though, is that uh, lumberjacks will stop being killed by it, so I guess that's pretty good. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not you got paid, you did a good deed. Yeah, I am a pretty great guy. <laughs> a hell of a guy. Yeah, Zev will just, like, could do that, like, frustrated smirk, like, I see. 
You should have to watch out for this moose, then. The crumpled up part of face. The, yeah. uh, the speaker will yeah. have more information if you want to talk to her. Her, Absolutely, her residence is right up the laneway. She doesn't keep an office. It's not that big of a town. I shall see her presently. Thank you. Best of luck. Please come back. I shall. Sai pulls out his ledger just to make sure. Is, am I supposed to collect news here? Oh, it's such a small town. There is no guild member in Lonelywood. Oh, I love that badge. <laughs> first things first, I gotta go back to my party and... Is Sai uh, a fucking tax collector? And get the lord dressed up. Yes. Sai is kind of like a mafia protection racket. <laughs> and I, I will try to dress him, too. It may not be the, mo- the regalia you're used to, High Lord. No, but, but this it's very, very rugged and manly. I feel it, very tough. It is a modern fashion they call flannel. You're so butch. Surely, it is surely too masculine for my taste. Oh, but I believe you will blend in very well with the males who, the, the men who live up here. That's put, rough and soft. Put put a dart in his mouth. <laughs> ah, I see you have a sword. I have one too. They're very oh, these, manly and the more pork tough. The more we dress him up like this, the more Canadian comes up. <laughs> Give your balls a tug. <laughs> Dave, is that you? <laughs> Different Dave. <laughs> Oh, this this uh, these clothes will do nicely. I'll blend in with the simple folk of Lonely Wood, at least for a time, until I grow tired of it. Then I will find a new place. Yes, the Lonely's Wood, because they are loggers. I should, of course, mention the used clothing. The used goods store there is quite charming. I recommend all of you take a look. However, it is more pressing for us to speak with the speaker. I have given, been given directions to her home, as well as word that a reward, she says with clenched teeth. <laughs> has been offered for the destruction of that moose. Okay. I don't suppose you may have collected any proof of its demise? Um, um, my word carries some weight. <laughs> I've got beat a lot and I'm not dead. <laughs> I, I like Absolutely. how Papu and Kuzbala just went, um... Uh, <laughs> 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 then I should be behind you to support your claims. Yes, I will speak with the speaker. Mm. Who else? Right. Would the rest of you like to come with me? We should get into town anyway. Let's go. Okay. Um, everybody going then? Are you bringing Sinar? No. Are you uh, bringing Barry? No. I, I want to bring Sinar. Okay. I want to bring Barry. Yeah. Oh, well, this is a, you guys need to have a conversation then. Get on the same page. I mean, it's not Barry's not my bush friend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone has to watch the dogs. I think Barry and Sinar would be a great watch team. Right, Barry? That is true. The they worst bloody cop movie. I, I, I sometimes that a goblin's presence is not always appreciated. I want, like, the gu- the cutscene of Barry the Bush and Sinar talking to each other. It's not the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you're leaving the mummy and the bush behind. I want to take the mummy with us. <laughs> okay, you guys bush. need to come to a conclusion. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yes, we're leaving both of them behind. Fuck this. Sinar is my companion. I will travel with him. Oh, God. Scooby-Doo and the curse of the mummy's bush. Quick, harvest the beans. Harvest the beans. <laughs> she'll, and she'll even, she'll even say with like right from the bush. a hint of severity, after all, we did promise his lordship a good time exploring and walking amongst the people. Let me speak with the speaker first. Yeah, we might not want to. And then perhaps introduce him after we've spoken. Yeah, I feel like this is like a, a toe-in, not a whole body cannonball kind of vibe. Seems like a fair compromise. Reasonable. Let's perhaps, you may, perhaps you may staggering. warn them. Yeah, of, our, of my coming. All right, so they're staying behind temporarily. At least Sinar is, and Barry's going to stay with yeah. the wolves. With I'll the dogs. hang out with Barry and Sai. All right, do some um, drugs. Gotcha. So following following Pavel's directions to the speaker's house, uh, which is literally a two story log cabin, um, you are immediately greeted with um, a feeling like a warm, friendly. Like, the hearth fire is kept very hot in this place, and the smell of fresh-baked cookies. Oh! I'm immediately erect. Yes! <laughs> like, in-game, like, or... What are, you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> Mommy? Sorry. <laughs> you might want to shift that into neutral there, chum. Um, <laughs> are you knocking on the door, or are you just going right in? I'm knocking. Knocking. All right. Um, you knock on the door. And from within the house, you hear a uh, the voice of like a, a elder, older lady uh, who says, "Oh, just a minute, just a minute! I'm just taking some cookies out of the oven. I'll be right there." And you hear the pitter patter of little feet as and a clatter of a cookie sheet on on top of a countertop. If she's a halfling, would lose it. And the door opens, and there is a small halfling lady. Uh, halfling yes! Lady. <laughs> I immediately kick her to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> 
All your cookies are belong to us. Um, no, she has. Uh, she's wearing an apron, and she's got her gray hair up in a, like a, a beehive hairdo, and um, and she says, "Oh, visitors to Lonelywood. And these are strange times. Please come in. I just took cookies out of the oven. Come in, come in, come in." And she's ushering all of you, and she's like, "Oh, a goblin. Oh, a drow. Oh, we're not. We're not we're here not yet. yet. Oh, you're not there yet. Oh, look, there's <laughs> empty spaces in the back of the party, and the DA's talking out of his bum." <laughs> <laughs> You must gather your party before venturing forth. <laughs> I've updated my journal. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to lead it over to Coos, <clears throat> and I'm going to just say to him, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like she might be cool with the mummy. She just feels like a real nice let's, lady. Let's let's feel it out before Why we commit to any Don't feel out the old lady. Mummy revelations. Jesus Christ. I mean, Coos can feel out the old lady. I'm a mummy. All right, uh, yeah, so I, I will go in, and if uh, I think you two are the only ones coming with me right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so I'll come in and, and bring these two. Okay. She uh, shows you she's got a, a little sitting parlor in front of this uh, roaring hearth fire that she keeps very, very hot. Um, and, and please, please, have a seat. I'll go fetch some cookies. Do you like warm milk or hot chocolate or, or maybe something stronger? Uh, yes, yes, and no. Okay. No, yes, and yes. Okay. I mean, Luna's the only one who's underage, but also she's from Goodmead. Yeah, we're not so she's been drinking since she was four. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. Oh, from do you mention that you're from Goodmead? Uh, no. Una's probably still like, uh, probably sort of in awe of being welcomed warmly ah, to somewhere. Yeah. She's just kind of like in the like, oh, right. This is what it's like being welcomed warmly by a human-ish person, <laughs> half human. Half human. Half, like, rodent or something. Halfling. Um, so she she rushes off, and as she rushes back to the, the kitchen area of the cabin, um, and she starts plating cookies, and, and you can hear her pouring drinks in the back, she goes, so tell me, what, what brings you all the way out to Lonelywood? We don't get many visitors these days. It's, it's a long, cold road. Well, uh, I should introduce myself. My name is Kus Balad. I'm a mountain guide here. Uh, I've been to your fair town on occasion. Uh, I understand that you have been harassed recently by a creature that haunts these woods, and myself and my party have slain it. You've killed the moose! We did. Yes, I, it almost killed me, but I did not die. Hey! That's so good for you! Yeah, and, and uh, you and I both got slashed, so like, some <laughs> of us are like, yeah, we're fucked up. <laughs> it's pretty bad. She goes, well, this calls for a, uh, a special reserve bottle of mead. Straight from good mead, I'm sure you'll feel just like home. And she uh, yeah. pops open a bottle of uh, good mead, honey mead, and pours it into some frothing mugs, and brings also a, a, a kettle of hot chocolate and a, plate, a platter of cookies and sets it down on the table. And she goes, well, tell me about the moose. Do you bring any proof of its demise? It left a very greasy smear where we cut it down. And oh. burned it. That sounds horrible. If it was not such a brutal, terrible creature, I would feel bad for it. But unfortunately, it's killed a lot of my friends, and I'm glad to see them safe. And I will uh, I will describe in, in some amount of detail what it looked like when it was attacking and that sort of thing, just to, to add some realism to the story. Uh, but I try to, like, cover up the really gruesome parts of it because she sounds like she's easy to make ill. Mm. Well, however the job got done, I'm just grateful that it's done. Um, I am more than willing to give you the reward and take you at your word, although if you can come back with proof at some point, I would greatly appreciate it after all the money that I'm paying you with is the people's money and they are not so easy to convince as I am. I'm just a kind old speaker and they are men of the wood. You understand. I believe that they will understand that we can be taken at our word when they're no longer attacked by the creature as it has been dispatched. Won't that be a lovely day? Won't that be fabulous? Um, indeed, we would happily uh, accept the reward for what we've done. It was a harrowing journey. A number of my party are still outside nursing their own wounds. Um, we are actually here to bury the remains of a man whose brother uh, was killed here, and we believe it, his brother may have been killed by the same creature. Fortunately, a many no, a great number of them are. Uh, I imagine the person that you came to bury is Atazar. It is indeed Atazar. Yes. When we found out that uh, that he had a brother in the Flaming Fist, we hoped that maybe he would bring soldiers to come take care of the problem. It appears that, in a way, he did. But it is sad to hear of his passing. Barry's 
brothers buried together. Tragic. That is our gave his life defending us when an owl bear uh, was bearing down in our group. Uh, he died a hero and should be respected as such when he is interred or buried or burned or whatever your local customs are. Well, the ground is too hard to bury people these days. Uh, we usually allow the next of kin to choose either the lake or fire. Many choose fire. Some see it as a way of giving warmth one last time to the people that they lived amongst. I do believe that would speak to Adazar's uh, sensibilities more than being submerged in the lake. Uh, I believe that's probably what he would want uh, for him and his next of kin. Um, tell me, did they have any other family here? No. As far as I know, the two brothers were the only ones left of their line. He never spoke of a father or mother. I don't think there was any other siblings. Neither one of them wed. That's very sad, but... Uh, if there are any local customs to be observed, um, final memories of, of either of the two brothers, uh, whatever groupings of people should be called together for such a spectacle, I believe that's uh, warranted. Uh, we have brought some amount of his remains. We had partially burned the body just because it's uh, not feasible to, to travel with the full weight of a, a grown man. Mm -hmm. uh, but we have also brought his shield in the hopes that it would defend them in the afterlife. Well, um... The people of my town have seen their fair share of funerals, but with the demise of this ghastly creature, perhaps a proper wake is what's called for. We can get food, drink at the Lucky Liar, and share memories of those that have fallen. I believe it would be a welcome revel for the people who have not seen much to cheer for lately. And I agree. I think it would do much to appease the spirits of this place if uh, those who occupy it were... Give it a chance to feel good about something again. I agree. I will, uh... Have you been to the Lucky Liar? We've only just arrived in Lillywood. Mm. It is our only tavern, but it's a good one. I think you'll find it quite enjoyable, and I'll make sure that everything is taken care of. You'll drink there for free. That's very generous and very unnecessary. And, uh, and indeed, there was a, uh, a reward. Uh, 200 gold pieces for the demise of the creature. Unfortunately, um, I'm only going to be able to pay out half of that unless I have something to show the townsfolk. Half will be perfectly acceptable. I hope that you find that when your lumberjacks are no longer beset upon by this beast, you'll know that when I came and spoke to you, I spoke truths. Is she going into the kitchen at any point? Because I have something I want to say to Coos with her not in your shot. Yeah, she's running back and forth busting dishes, so you have your opportunity. I lean over to Coos and I go, do you think there's a possibility that uh, Captain What's-Her-Name? Douchebag. That Ravasin might conjure another one of those things, and that our world might not be as good as it, as, as we think it is? Uh, there is always the possibility, but I believe if she could conjure two, she would have. It would be interesting to know what the children of Aril have been through Lonelywood. That's the next thing we should discuss. I agree. Uh, I, Benjamin, am a table hog, so <laughs> if you guys want to jump in on the conversation, please do, otherwise I'll keep talking. Yeah, my, my only thing is it's like, I do not want to promise this woman that we killed the monster and then have another monster show up that she conjured. I fully agree. I fully agree. I think that's a very wise stance to take. Una is more actually, despite the uh, the heavy conversation going on, more interested in eating cookies and drinking as many warm <laughs> drinks and staying as close to the fire as she possibly can. Good call. Mm. Yeah, you find it very comforting. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, it's it's amazing what hot chocolate and warm chocolate chip cookies will do if you've been stuck out in the cold fighting for your life for the past day. Yeah. Amazing what chocolate will do to a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah, you break out like crazy, just pimples just, everywhere. Just, um, <sighs> I, I also lean over to Coos and I go, shall we uh, perhaps bring the rest of the party by? I think not yet. I don't want to overwhelm this woman. I think she's very excited to see new people, but I think it could very quickly get out of control. This is true. Fair, fair point. Uh, may we... At a wake, perhaps. If they're preparing a, a ceremony, I believe that would the be... At the Lucky Liar, yes, yes. Where we all reunite and go, hey, this is our money, friend. <laughs> and I look at his beans. He's 2,000 years beans. old. Look at his beans. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're like all over the floor. <laughs> um, I, I could do a little something quick with Sai. Sure. Ooh. So while, while on whatever strange drug he's giving me this time... <laughs> um, <laughs> This one's called Marl Rowl. Zeph will just look it over one of the. Do we have crates in the in the pack right now? So she goes like, "It's like a little silly." Hey, 
So I check this out. And I will use my tattoo ability to draw a dick on the wall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's great. You did that with your finger. Dick drawing. Two campaigns in a row. That's right. <laughs> and she just laughs about it. I'm, I'm imagining it's very, like, culturally similar to a lot of the way that, like, Japanese... Like, Japanese. <laughs> it's a well, and it's it's done by a, by an elven hand, so it's a very elegantly drawn dick and balls. Well, yeah, point say, of is, it like a, is it like a drow dick or is it like a human? Wait, are you insinuating the human dicks are like way bigger than? No, no, dicks? the drow dicks just have sunlight sensitivity, so when the sun comes out, they shrivel. <laughs> <off. laughs> like a sad mushroom. <laughs> yep. Okay. Oh, that's oh, good. God. That's good. And she'll even say, and one of the best parts is that if I wanted to. This could be a secret dick message. <laughs> that only someone who I designate could see. Secret so dick. You can make someone think they're going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all just because of the drugs. Normally yeah. she's um she's reserved, more, yeah. Normally I'm she like keeps so her dick mad. drawing to herself. Like I'm glad that I'm having like chocolate chip cookies in like the warm place, but I'm also kind of mad that I'm missing like, the <laughs> high as fuck Zevelin. Like <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's what the wake is for. It's for the yeah. combination of chocolate chip cookies and dick jokes. Yes. Sonara looks over your shoulder like, yes, it's a proper wang. <laughs> it's really missing like three inches, but they're all elves, so, you know, elves yes. and goblins. What I mean so. by proper. Not too much, not too little, just right. Oh, well, so they're ancient Greeks. It's all about how you use it. <laughs> it's not the there. width of the ship or the motion of the ocean. It's if you can stay in port long enough for the passengers to get off. And then Barry will come up and use good berry juice to try and do his best at drawing a dick, but it's all sorts of like fucked up because he's trying to draw it with twigs. <laughs> it ends up just looking like like one stick with a big bush. <laughs> she doesn't forget her diplomatic manners. Well done, my lord. Diplomatic. It just looks like a clitoris. Diplomacy. <laughs> so, anything else you guys would like to do clitoris? before you retreat to the lucky liar for revels? Uh. But there were a few questions we wanted to ask, actually. Sure. So Go ahead. I hate yep. to I hate to be that guy. But a few other things. Mm-hmm. Um, we believe the body that we found was Torga. You confirmed it as a DM by accident. Yes. So let's confirm that in character by just me asking about whether or not Torga's been here. Dot dot dot. She hasn't. Yeah. No, uh, all right. So that's solved. And then uh, the other thing was um, the Order of Oril mm-hmm. has been here. We know that. Yes. So I ask about the um, recent arrival of the Order of Oril and how that interaction went down. Ah, yes, the worshippers of the Frost Maiden, they did come here. And they made quite the ghastly offer. I'm afraid we had to turn them down. It got Good. very ugly. They, Ugly uh, how? They demanded a sacrifice, and the people of Lonely Wood are brethren, through and through. Um, to ask one to kill another is less distasteful than being asked to be killed by them yourself. So, a death they wanted and a death they were given. That was, uh... That was warranted. However, you should know that one of the things that we encountered on our travels here were that you have now earned the enmity of their order and that they may attempt to uh, make recompense on your people. Well, it's a good thing we have all those axes, then, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? Crease <laughs> uh, Blood actually smiles at that. Surprisingly He's, badass for... He is not a bloodthirsty idiot. dude, but like that line is like, ooh. Mm. Mm. Yep, I like it. I like it a lot. You don't fuck with Lonely Wood, man. Yeah. 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 I, I, I know... I'm a sour-looking guy all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's a moment where, like, the facade cracks and you can see, like, the smile arch up a little bit. Uh, Una will actually sort of look up from her cup of hot chocolate or whatever it is and just thank the speaker. You're very welcome, dear. You're always welcome in my home. As a matter of fact, do you need a place to stay? That would be so kind. We don't have an inn, but my attic is open for rent. Well, for you, yeah, we'll call it free. Um, we do have a number of other passengers with us. Uh, do you have a place to stable our sled dogs? Yes, we do. We have a kennel. It's not much of a kennel, I'm afraid, but it's by the stables. They'll be warm with the horses. Yes, just throw them right in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a dog silo. 
<laughs> we call it Silo and Otis. <laughs> we, we call it the magic bullet. <laughs> terrible. A little smoothie. Um, <laughs> did we, we call it the old seller. Did, did, did we do the super word thing where we never asked this lady her name? Yes, we did. We were told her name by somebody else, and I already forgot because I didn't care. Uh, I will tell you her name. <laughs> Are you asking her name? Uh, I am going to be my uh, kind speaker, if you would grace us with your name, please. Well, you can call me Nimsy, dear. Nimsy Huddle. The secret of It's rude of me not to introduce myself. I apologize. No, I got okay. very excited by the news of the Moose's I don't know if we did either, Pavu. Nice to meet you. Oh, it's so nice to yeah, meet you. Yes. You're very tall. I'm not sure about how the, the sizes of that would work, but she's cute. It's mm-hmm. fine. Pa- Papu's a little she's also like fine. Angela Lansbury if she was three feet tall. So. This tall, you're not this making wide. me less wide. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, is there anything else you want to do before Rebels? No. Let's go grab our other people and bring them to the Rebels. Other people, do you want to do any interaction before we do Rebels? Uh... When the party's together again, I wouldn't mind just having a talk, but right now's not the time. Well, right now might be the only time, because it's 6.30 and we're getting ready to wrap it up. Yeah, that's what I mean. I can do it next time. Okay, very good. Maybe open on the conversation next it, time? Because yep. it'll be... Well, it'll... Because well, Zevian wants to actually just ask people, like, so what are you all doing here? Like, mm. you're a nice man. Yeah. That seems can, like a good place to... You get two weeks to think about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, cool. All right, then you guys do on that answer, and we'll meet back here for Rebels in two weeks. We'll yeah, open on Roleplay. Thanks, guys.